Well, you can't. Like, I can do whatever I want. Describe fear. Describe fear, happy, how do they say it? Lent? Lent. Lent. Lent, Lent, baby? No. Oh, you're going to be a baby now? No, I'm not being a baby. It's just. Are you going to be a Lent baby? It's just you're moving the microphone a lot. Who cares? Well, you know, it's. Now it's equally between us. No, it's not. Yes, it is. How is it not? What is the show about? Today on Describe Fear, while one host is being a Lent Lent baby who needs to stew in his fishy britches, the other suggested we watch 40 Days, 40 Nights. And the only reason I, I did, and then you didn't even want to do the episode, which was your idea. And the reason I thought about it is because today I went to a metro station to ask a person if I could hang a poster mm-hmm. for for United Way for two on one, and they go, "What's two on one about?" And I go, "Oh, you know, like it's the new number for like childcare and employment." And then I said the last one. Listen, and I said the. No, and then I said the last one was uh, immigration help, mm-hmm. and the person went, "Well, we don't have any of those issues around here." What, in Chicago. In uh, we were in Oak Forest, hmm. not that far from Chicago, but anyways, this person is wearing a yellow jumpsuit had a wrinkly forehead, a beard, and then had the Ash Wednesday ashes on his forehead. And it just kind of reminded me of Charles Manson. Yeah. A bit. Which is not in this movie at all. No. And there's no and there's no ash on anyone's forehead in this movie. Which is really weird, huh? I mean, there's... So we watched 40 Days, 40 Nights. There's Catholic, there's, there's That's ca- what catapulted this. Yeah, and you wanted to record an episode about it. You're like, hey. And we are. You specifically texted me earlier. Like, let's watch 40s and 40 nights and then record an episode about it. And then I was like, hey, do you want to record the episode now? You're like, well, not really. That's not what happened at all. I'm not just going to sit around and wait. No, that's not what happened at all. You started, you started watching fucking Instagram videos. So and what? I was like, whatever. I'm going to... I went down a rabbit hole. I was looking up Lent horror movies. Yeah. Uh, the only thing he really... W- well, the only thing I... Well, you is this will a find... Horror, is this a Lent horror movie? No, but we could watch one after this. There's one on Tubi, actually. So you put one on that's not. Listen to me. There's one on Tubi called Ref- Reformist or Repentist or something from 99. It's a Lent horror movie. I put on Cam because I wanted to watch COVID-themed... Oh, great. And this isn't COVID-themed. I wanted to watch COVID-themed because we watched Sick... We watched Fresh Hell. I wanted to watch COVID-themed horror. Yeah. And in 2009, there was a Zoom call horror movie 
made called Host, and I can't find anywhere to uh, stream it for free. There's a lot free. of these movies that are like that take place completely on like a computer screen. Well, that's why this one came up. Cam, yeah. it's a cam girl, Look, and I apparently like it's written it. by someone who was once a cam girl. What was so. the f- what was the first movie, like first like what was the first uh, feature length film that kind of did that? Though. I don't know. We should find it out, figure it out. We got a computer right because there. Because they're, well, it's recording. I don't like to usually look up shit you when I'm recording. You got a phone around. No, that's doing the timer. You can use my phone. I have to go do get something. Well, anyways, so we were talking about Len and Chase, or sorry, host said. Jesus Christ. They said, 40 days, 40 night. And I go, we should watch it because it's Lent. And I got poochkies, which have nothing to do with Lent. But, like... I think they were for yesterday. They were for yesterday. And I've, I've been doing a bit of day drinking while working. Yeah. Don't tell my employer. If you do, that's on you. I'm but, a, you know, who's so... Your, who's your employer? I don't remember <laughs> anymore. And then, um, anyway, so we watched 40 Days, 40 Nights. I love 40 Days, 40 Nights. I owned it. I... It was 2002. Yeah. I guess it could have been VHS. I feel like I had it on DVD. Okay. That's probably... At that point. It was, like, kind of the, like, turning point where you were kind of like, I'm not doing that anymore because I know it's a bad investment. I mean, so are DVDs. Well, now. Not at the time. I don't think they were an investment And then Shannon Sassman was, like, you know, the foundation of my... My uh, DVD acquirement. Mm. Um, Did you have rules of attraction? Yeah, and I had. I uh, had that on VHS. Oh, I didn't have on VHS. I had that, and then I had uh, First Night. Night's Tale. Night's Tale. <laughs> and I had Wrist Cutters. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm a huge. I'm a huge Sassman fan. I'm a big fan of uh, Will Arnett and Wrist Cutters. I don't remember Will Arnett and Wrist Cutters. Yeah. What character did he play? He was like the cult leader or whatever. Oh, he was. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm. Is it? He's an actor. Uh, No, it's just kind of weird because it was like such a small fucked up character. I think Will Arnett is a small fucked up person. Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, that I love that movie. When someone asked me, like, someone the other day was like, if a movie was made about your life, who would play you? And I was like, well, I don't want to shoot too high, but, like... I'd Phoebe be, Cates. I'd be really... Well, that's shooting too high. Okay. I'm like, I, I think I would like Shannon Sassman. Hmm. And they're like, who's that? And I go, oh, Wrist Cutters. And they're like, no. Nope. Yeah, I never saw that. <laughs> I was like, how have you never seen Wrist Cutters? And, the, like, and then I was like, oh, I get why you haven't seen Wrist Cutters. He has, you know, like the main, the lead actor has uh, been in a lot of things. He was, afterwards. He's he, an almost famous. Afterwards, before it. And then afterwards he played uh, the Facebook guy in, right? No. Oh. <laughs> that was. Uh, yeah, no. No, that was Jesse. Oh, it's not Jesse Eisenberg. No, it's, in? it's not Jesse Eisenberg. Who's in the guy who's in? Uh, is it Paul Dano? Almost famous. No, I, don't know who that I is. can't remember his name. See, that's the thing. I can't remember his name. Lock the gates. Yeah, he's in. He's in. Uh, Almost Jason famous. Jason Lee. No. I love Jason Lee. I can't remember his name, but like, 
there's people in that. And that's yeah. how I found out about Gogo or Gogo Bertella. Uh, um, and the character who plays Eugene, his name is Eugene, which is the lead singer of Gogo Bertello. Yeah. Uh, he is like the singer of like a band, like but a gogo band. He's a gogo band. Like I think he's basically just supposed to play Eugene, but like he isn't. And then he goes on to be in like Boardwalk Empire and just a bunch of oh, other yeah. fucking shows. And he's really really good. He and plays Eli in Boardwalk Empire. The movie was really inspired good. by the comic, actually, right? Yeah, which was written so, by Edgar Carrot, which is why I was excited. Which is why I was really excited for it because. I was a huge Edgar Carrot fan, yeah, and like, know about that, yeah. I had a, I yeah, had his book books, by him and, and I have his comic around here somewhere and, that's signed by him. Call it Pizza Kamikaze, though, the comic. Pizza Kamikaze, because it's so, the pizza place that he works that, in the afterlife. You know that podcast, uh, that podcast, not another origin story that we have a friend that does it. Oh yeah. They, I wonder he could do. <gasps> Pizza Kamikaze and wrist cutters because yeah. it, the whole point of this podcast, uh, his podcast, is that uh, they, you know, do yeah. we do movies based that were on, based off comics. Yeah, and we have a comic he could read. He's probably read it. I don't know. It was kind of weird. It He's, was kind of one of those things where it was like a writer did it, and so like it's like you felt like it had to be. Did he write a short story first and then there was the comic? Or was it just like the comic straight out of the gate in the movie? I can't speak to that. I don't really remember. It's, it's a curious question. I just know when I handed it to him to sign it, he was very excited. So, Anyways, we're not talking about that. We're about talking about 40 Days, 40 Nights. Oh, yeah, Josh Hartnett. And yeah. Lent. We're talking about Josh Hartnett, Shannon Sassman, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah, yeah. A lot of other people that when that you, you see them, you're like, holy shit. The guy from Josie and the Pussycats, the manager. Yeah. The little guy. Yeah, that guy's super rad. He actually has, he's pretty funny. Ooh, and my favorite part, the bagel guy. The bagel guy. Yeah, that's your favorite part. Who is Big Pete from Pete Pete and Pete. Yeah, the bagel guy. Yeah, he plays bagel guy. He also had a role in uh, the movie with, fuck, with Jason Swartzman and Devin Sawa. I think it was called Slackers. Mm -hmm. Not to be confused with the movie Slacker. But Slackers. Mm. Uh, and it's the one where Jason Schwartzman's character makes a hair doll. Do you remember mm. this? Yeah, out, I do remember out, it. Out of his crush? Yeah. Yeah. I think his crush maybe was... Heather Graham? No. Someone else that was in Josie and the Pussycats. Tara Reid? Tara Reid. <laughs> that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It was about that time. Devin Sawa, Tara Reid, Big Pete. Yeah. There's a whole... There's a whole part of the movie where Big Pete's character uh, has like a, a sock puppet that he puts on his dick. Mm, yeah, all he, the time. Yeah, no. You're not going to finish it? What? That's the story? That's, that was all that happened. Oh. Um. Yeah, I, so this movie came out in 2002. Uh... You were kind of mentioning some of the like. Wait, close... who's the other one? Huh? Who's the other one? There's like Shannon Sossman and there's the other one. The other. Cool Maggie inten- John? The Cruel Intentions. Uh, Selma Blair. Selma Blair. Yeah. Yeah. Mistake- what about her? I mistake them a lot. 
I will never mistake the two, but. <laughs> and I read Selma Blair's memoir. Selma's. Yeah, Selma. Yeah. I don't think, to my knowledge, Selma Shannon did you read all does of not it. have it. What? Did you read all of it or some of it? I read all of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you read all of the Pamela's memoir yet? No, it's in my to-do. Fuck. I've got like five library books I have to read before that. You have more than five library books. I said before that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I I used to watch 40 Days, 40 Nights a lot. I owned it. Really you said you only watch it once. I, I used to love it because... I watched it with a girlfriend at the time, yeah. Not that I loved Josh Hartnett. I loved Jan- I loved Janice Hassman. I loved Maggie Gyllenhaal. I loved the whole look of the like early 2000s, really early startup.com san francisco that they presented it always made me want to go to san francisco the fucking like blue like no lighting in the office but like the sunlight through the blue like windows was my favorite um and then like being able to wear like you know chunky turtlenecks with like long wispy skirts and not in this body but like I don't know, just, like, the, like, lime green trench coats and, like, super thin techno fabric crossbody purses. Like, it was just, I don't know, it was a cool time for cinema. And, like, you were talking about some of the close-ups and the weird shots and stuff, and I just felt like that that movie was, like, a really... And I'm sure there were other indie whatever the fuck, like, ones that did it, too. But, like, it was just a good intro to, like, just the weird shit that they were doing and early mainstream 2000s. There's a lot of tight close-ups that, like, have really, really, uh, really quick, like, small, like, uh... Frames? No, like, close-ups. Yeah. But they pull in even more. Yeah. Like, like zoom in even more. Yeah. But it's not much of a zoom in. It's just, like, it's like if a zoom was, like, just, like, a millimeter or something. Yeah. It's, like, a quick, quick zoom... And maybe a tilt of the camera. Uh, it, it's yeah, it's really good filmmaking, especially for the whole the whole field of boobs. You know, just really. I did like the digital really, field of really boobs. Really, just. Uh, I know some A-plus. people who think that it's like uh, misogynistic won't like it. I'm thinking of like one friend in particular, who anytime they see a woman's boobs, are like, "That's gratuitous," and I was like, There's "Maybe boobs. it's just cool. Like, maybe it's just like, I don't know." When I watch this movie, there are definitely times that I'm like, "Gross." But I would say there's more times, and just to, like, maybe set up the premise, because we didn't, basically, Josh Hartnett gives up sex for Lent because of, like, a breakup. And, unfortunately, like, all this, like, kind of betting goes on is when he's going to, like, cave, you know, kind of like the bet from Seinfeld. And, yeah, there's certainly misogynistic, like, startup bro bullshit happening. yeah, Quite often, but also, like, I just am really kind of tired of people being like, oh, we're shooting shooting girls in their tits. Like, that's misogynistic. How in the fuck? Like, when I was that age, if someone asked me to shoot in my tits on a mainstream movie, I'd be like, fuck yeah. Like, and I would have felt empowered by it. Sassman didn't. Uh, There wasn't a call for such. Like... I think and was, I'm not saying anyone who didn't isn't, like, should, like, is a prude either. I'm just saying, like, I'm really tired of people just being like, mm, 
and it's just like how about you think about the person who actually did it like how about you think about the person you know like pamela anderson showing her boobs she felt incredibly empowered by that that does not make her a person of ill repute that does not make her a person that like men like control and whatever well it was almost a character like she said at some point, it did become that. that. But fuck, like, at some point, women are just showing their boobs because it's just like, I want to, and I can, and I have them. And really, it's just, they're just breasts. Yeah, they're just breasts. Chill the fuck out. Like, yeah, there's a, there's a scene in this where, like, actually like a, Josh Hartnett, like, sees a bunch of boobs, but, like, he just, he's, like, imagining. You know, yeah, yeah. he's, like, come ridden and. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just, I get kind of, like, fired up about that. I'm sure someone else would be able to, like, talk me down with more uh, scholastic, you know, scholarly talk. But um, <laughs> I've been drinking half the day, and this is how I feel about showing boobs. I agree. Uh, would you care to mention uh, the topic of uh, man rape? I will say I got pretty pissed off about the lack of conversation about rape in this movie. Like, the he, uh, Josh Hartnett, um, decides to kind of like give up sex for Lent because of this girlfriend he had for a long time that left him, and then she gets engaged and um, her breaks it off. Oh, he gets broken off. Well, her fiance breaks up with her. Yeah, she yeah. confronts so Josh Hartnett like, and is expecting him shitty. to just like fuck her. And I'm not gonna lie, I've been in that position. Not where I've been engaged to, but where I basically was like I'm not yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I like thought I could come back to a dude for just like oh, he will fuck me and then he like was like no you broke my heart i'm gonna show you and i'm like but i just want to get fucked that's true and they're then, just like then no later on she found out about the bet she, she did tried, find she out she tried to go go yeah. have sex with him first and her and pride then she overheard hurt. a bet yeah she right? overheard the Afterward, bet from afterwards. the bagel guy afterwards though yeah and then and then she made a whole plan to like but it's funny because she talks him. to the bagel guy and the bagel guy goes you know my name when she's yeah, called bagel, him a bagel, bagel guy. guy. And so anyway, she puts down like a $3,500 bet because she also works in like, she works in finance. Like she works in like, like international finance. And so she goes and puts down a bet saying that she will like, oh, I guarantee like before the 40 days are up, he will like come. And basically she comes to his house where already he is, you know, we can't go into too much, but sure. he's vulnerable and he, well, he's, he's waiting for, he's waiting for Shannon Sussman to come at the stroke Erica. of midnight. His door will be open. He is handcuffed because he's afraid of what he might do. He basically ejaculate. <laughs> and so Erica's supposed to come, set him free and fuck him. And yeah. then like Erica, Shannon Sussman, basically like his ex-girlfriend shows up. Nicole. Nicole. Not to be confused with Nicole and fear. Right. And he, and like. She sees that he's unconscious and she fucks him. Yeah. Well, and no, he's unconscious. <laughs> he's sleeping. Yeah. He's sleeping and yeah. she fucks him and it's so rape. Win the bet. It's rape and she climbs off when it's done and he's like, "What are you doing?" And she's like, "Well, I figured this started because of me. It should end because of me." It's just like no one talks about the rape that just occurred. Like, I get to tap into a man. It's kind of like that Amber Tamblyn book, Any Man. Like, we don't really... 
like I didn't mean it. I know people are like, oh, poor man, but like, fuck, like people get like all sorts of people get raped. Trans women, trans men, women, men, Just everyone people. gets people get people. raped, and I like I the only thing about this movie that really upsets me is that is that like there is really no discussion about him being raped. On that note, uh, 40 Days and 40 Nights, fear or not fear? Fear because, honestly, like, it came around 96. 2002. It came out seven years after the fact, and I just think I really needed, like, a really strong, uh, you know, example of what, like, a relationship should be. Like, I needed a reminder, and this gave it to me. So, Okay. Uh, Fear or no fear? Uh, It's not fear. Why? It's not fucking fear. There's a Nicole in it. It's not the right Nicole. There's a Nicole in it. It's just, I mean, I mean, big Pete's in it. That's a good thing. Yeah, big Pete's in it. It's but little Pete's not in it. So there's a lot of good characters in it. Like there's a lot of good uh, character actors. They all kind of like bounce off each other really well. There are. There's a lot of good, uh, a lot of good um, expressions. Yeah, it's a lot of face acting. People have a lot of expressions that like say a lot, and they're like, and like a lot of times the joke at the end of a scene or a shot is like just a character's expression. Yeah. Well, <laughs> even the way you laughed at it, it's the way that you personally laugh at like some of your friends who you have good, you know, repertoire with. Like, uh, I feel like you're kind of having like a, a funny conversation with your friends and they're like giving you face. Mm. 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 All right. Well, that segment's over. Well, also, Lent is still happening, so we might do... I did find... I found a whole... There's there's uh, 10 fishy horror movies for Lent. So between fishy and probably egg, because I found a really good egg sandwich today on a Lent menu, um, you might be getting that, but you might not. I don't know. All right. So now... Uh, you get a minute of this. Continuing on where we left off on Throw Right from the Sun you Book get, Club, the you official get a report on Earth by High Commander Dick Solomon. Uh, page 32. And remember, you can follow along with me in your book. You have to get the right one, though. Throw from, there's only one. As far as I know, there's only one printing. How do you know? You don't know. I Did looked it look? up. Yeah. I don't think it's been reprinted. Okay. The, <laughs> we'll read it. Chapter, no. It's, I think it's on chapter two. Page 32, if you're following along in your book, Throw from the Sun, The Official Report on Earth by Heckman Dick Solomon. Uh, the date. Dates in quotation marks. Yes, that's what it's called. But don't make the mistake I did. When a woman says, are you trying to ask me out on a date? Don't answer, yes, October 27th. What she means is not a calendar date, but a social excursion. Think of a date as a sort of mating ritual where money is exchanged instead of fluids. Ugh. Where to on the date? A very tricky question indeed. Women are very hard to read, and the slightest distinction can make the difference between a night you'll remember and a night she won't let you forget. Uh, That's good. So much misogyny on this episode. It's from 1986. Let my experience with Dr. Albright illustrate how fine the line is. Yes, there will be dates that don't go perfectly. There will be awkward moments. There will be months where she won't speak to you or make eye contact. But when the magic finally happens, it's all worthwhile. And here we have like a little kind of uh, a little piece of paper that Dick Solomon has written. Uh, Subject, 
good date ideas. It's a list he made. Good date ideas on the right. So he's on the left. And bad date ideas on the, on the right. So good date ideas. And I'm going to go from left to right. I'm going to back and forth it. I don't think so, you should do that. I think you should do good ones and then bad ones. Fine. I think it would be funnier, but whatever. Good idea. Good day ideas. Data. Romantic film. Wedding. Uh, blank space. Cat show. Art exhibit. Auto show. Drive in the country. Rent a videotape. Uh, modern dance. Or champagne brunch. Bad day ideas. Pornographic film. Wedding of total strangers. Oh, I see. Cat fight. Body art exhibit. Autopsy. Drive in the lake. Rent a ditch witch. <laughs> Lap dance or beer breakfast. I think it would have made more sense. I don't think so. I think we're smart enough to uh, make it. I just think you would have been going back and forth and saying, and good date, bad date, good date, bad date, good date, bad date. I think they would have got it without me saying that. And then on the other page here, we have a picture of uh, High Commander Dick Solomon and Mary Albright on a, what appears to be a date. He, she doesn't seem uh, too thrilled, and he, he's just enraptured by her. And it says with a little, little post-it here, an admiring glance is always... An effective way to melt a woman's heart. You also forgot the um, floral arrangement, the centerpiece. Will you please describe the centerpiece? Uh, no. They seem to be a bunch of white roses. They're really beautiful. Like, they take up, like, a very large portion of the middle of the uh, picture. Yeah, they're at dinner, I think. Um, like some sort of reception or something. Yeah, but the, the flowers are really beautiful. All right, that's all we have time for that. You'll have to start next time with the next page. Yeah, so uh, we'll continue on with Third Rock from the Sun, the official report on Earth by High Commander Dick Solomon, uh, page 34, when we come back. And that has been our show. Um, if it sounds different... Because you're moving the fucking mic all the time. It's because I'm moving the mic, because I didn't feel like sitting up. I don't feel like I should have to sit up. Yeah, describe fear. 